We are Soul Sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban. And me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're We're not perfect, but but nobody nobody is. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Sisters podcast. Today, we are launching a new series that will feature speakers from an upcoming conference, Empower the Leadership Experience, at Kalahari Resort on April 25th. We are leading this series off with Mari Potis, who is the Director of Membership and Events for the Scranton Chamber. Mari has been with the Chamber since 1998, where she develops programs and events to enhance both the Chamber members and the Greater Scranton Regional Business Community. She's also responsible for membership, recruitment, retention, event sponsorships, and advertising sales. Let's dive right in with Mari Potis. Hello, Mari. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about your role at the Chamber? I know that you are the Director of Membership and Events. So tell us a little bit about maybe even how you got into this role. Do you have like a couple days? Uh, no, seriously. Well, I've, I've been with the Chamber for 25 years. Wow. So yeah, so half my life I've been there. And honestly, I did not know what I was applying to because I did apply through a blind ad back in newspaper days where you just send it to a PO box. So that was like, what am I getting into? 25-year-old people do not know what a chamber of commerce. So back then, you know, in the 90s, what it was. Um, so it's interesting. And, you know, coming to a chamber, I didn't, I wasn't sure. I just knew I wanted to work here, which was kind of cool because I had a different kind of job and I was traveling everywhere, which was also cool. But when you're on the road constantly, you want to get grounded. So being able to be with, you know, local businesses, local people, local community where you're kind of one and you're not just a new face every day in a different city was a a draw to me. And then learning more about the chamber, how we help businesses and what we do, you know, show them how to succeed and thrive really was something I became passionate about the more I learned what the chamber did. And um, over the years, you know, obviously evolving, it became who I am. And which can make some people a little crazy in my life, like my husband and kids, because we don't go there because they're not chamber members. Um, So I do live and breathe it because I support the businesses that support the chamber wholeheartedly. You know, everything we do um, here at the chamber is with our members and we only do business with our members. And I do take that into my personal life. And uh, my goal is to help a business grow and succeed, period. Okay, so I'm guessing that one of the biggest events you're planning is the upcoming Empower Conference. Yes, the Empower the Leadership Experience, formerly the NEPA Women's Leadership Conference. Yes, we have a little name change this year, um, which is uh, it's becoming a very talked about thing, by the way. Um, and that was only for the purpose of inclusion. Okay, uh, this is a conference for all. Um, so all abilities, all identities, and yes, men are invited and encouraged to attend, which we always do have men there. Um, so if you deal with women in your life, you want to go to this conference, but the leadership experience, you know, it's, it's very empowering. And that's why the name is empower the leadership experience. This, yeah, this is keeping me uh, very busy as well as a lot of other staff because I am one person and it's not the only thing we're working on because there's always a million things going on here at the chamber, which I do 
have another signature event one month right before this and you know another event a couple weeks before that I was doing a Facebook live you know today announcing that Athena winner so it never stops here and that is just events so there's always something going on but yes Empower is it is our single-handed largest event I think one of the largest events of all the chambers because it is a regional event we do run it as a regional event with other chambers in the area for all of Northeast PA uh, last year we had over 800 attendees you know for a full day conference which is pretty remarkable we love the word empower right that's that we talk about yes. it all the time you know everybody's trying we talk about empowering women especially but that word empower is just it's it's powerful and you know what's really crazy is we the, the original name of this conference was the NEPA women's leadership conference period that was the first three years and what happens when you survey you know i don't want to just be the dictator and have a committee that dictates what we do and how we teach and educate the community especially women um you know we survey and we take that information wholeheartedly so i decided you know year three like hey let's include like what's one word that would describe your experience at the conference and empowering 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 power it just kept coming back and it's like we need to change the name of this conference to empower because that's what it does it's there to empower uh, the women of Northeast PA. So it's kind of cool. So what year is this the Empower event? I believe it's year 11. And I say that only because during the chaos of COVID, we did not have an Empower conference. Empower was scheduled to be um, in April of 2020. And then we rescheduled it five times because COVID wasn't going to be a real thing, right? It was a two week thing we were going to deal with. So we postponed it and we kept postponing it and postponing it. And because it was something I refused to do on Zoom, I'm like, you can't do eight hours on Zoom. You're going to kill people. Like That's crazy. So we postponed it five times. And so I'm, yeah, year 11. That's what we're in. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's yes. amazing. And over the years, how has it grown? So I, I, like going back, thinking back to those early years to oh. where it is now, I know it's grown in popularity, but also I remember last year there was like a wellness. Did you always have the wellness? No. Okay. So it's one of those things. Empower has grown leaps and bounds from this little idea that I fought so hard for three years and I wore down two chamber presidents to be able to do um, because I really did believe in, you know, what this conference could be. And um, the first year we had two keynotes and we had two breakout rooms with four speakers and a mixer. That was it. So it was not really that much. We had 10 speakers total and a cocktail hour. That was it. Um, and over the years, after COVID, when we moved it out to Kalahari, um, because we moved for more space, uh, you know, to be distance I can't remember what was socially distanced that's what we were um to make sure we have that like oh three people to a huge table you know crazy stuff like that but it then also allowed us to create more breakout rooms I mean I we were at Mohegan Sun um the casino and we were out of space I used every square inch of that convention center and it was tight year one I you know you do all this work I didn't even have a seat Right. I actually sold Bob Durkin's seat. I was like, um, sorry, boss, you don't have a seat. Um, but we were that tight because it was such a, a high demand. So when we were there, we, now that we're at Kalahari and they have three three um, ballrooms, we do use the largest ballroom, which is 50,000 square feet for keynotes and for breakouts. 
But then it was like, hey, you know what, let's, um, I had, you know, one of my Chelsea Manganero, um, in year one, she's like, we need to do some wellness stuff. And I'm like, you're right. Just when we needed, we had to get space was the big thing. So, um, this, and you know, I go to conferences myself and I'm like the first one, like, oh, chair massage, sign me up. You know, I'm the first one running to that, or I like to try things. I don't like to fully commit and I don't like to commit financially. Like I'm not going to sign up for a month of yoga because I'm not sure if I'm going to be good at it or like it. And chances are, you know, I, I wind up signing up and then I'm, I don't commit. So I like to try things. So I said, all right, let, let's do that. When we got to Kalahari, it allowed us to create a wellness studio, um, which then allowed, you know, we started with the basics and sampling and we ran at the same kind of hours and we're, we're learning. Um, so now we have a whole wellness studio. You know, we took on a second ballroom, um, the African ballroom, which is another 12,000 square feet. So we have that plus the marketplace that's, you know, another 12,000 square feet. Um, so it allows us to keep expanding because we have more room up there. I will use all three ballrooms. I have a plan, um, <laughs> which is another 25,000 square feet. But, you know, having these opportunities and then like the wellness studio runs different times than the breakouts. Right. So the only time we shut the wellness studio down are for keynotes and people can drop in their 20 minute session. So you're not committing to 45 minutes of getting sweaty or getting too intense into something, their sample sessions. And now like new this year, I partnered with the Himalayan Institute who are leaders in, you know, modern wellness and, you know, mind, body and spirit. And um, so we, yeah, so we partnered with them and we have all of these amazing new wellness opportunities that I'm I'm really intrigued. I'm like, I want to check out that sound therapy. I want to check out Asana yoga. I want like all these things that I you've maybe heard about or maybe didn't hear about. I'm like, I even have a medium that's, you know, going to help with healing therapies. I'm like, I, like everybody, everybody does the like, Ooh, you know, so there's so many opportunities, which allows us to bring more people into the conference. And like this year, we did an open call for speakers. So it's not just a committee coming together. And, you know, the committee is like 60 people, by the way, it's not a small committee, because it's regional, right? It allows people to bring in and then like, you know, open it up, let everybody have an opportunity to be a speaker, to submit, you know, pitch something that maybe we didn't think of in the committee meetings and stuff like that. And then we also had audit committee meetings two years ago. Um, you know, I proposed maybe we should be looking at a teen program um, because my own daughter, who is now 17, the year coming out of COVID in 21, when we finally had that conference, you know, I was staying over. I always stay on site the night before. And I told my husband, you know, bring the kids up. You know, I have these passes for the water park. You may as well, you know, go and use them. I'm going to be at conference all day. My daughter came to me earlier that week and she goes, mom, can I come to your conference and hear so-and-so speak? And I'm like, seriously, like, don't you want to go to the water park? know your friend or something like that like she was like 12 13 i'm like seriously and she's like well i will she's like but i'll dress up and i'll you know i'll be good and i'm like i know you will so you know she came she was fine everything like that her and her friend and then a couple months later she said something to me and i was like where did that come from and she's like your conference and i'm like oh my god i'm like we're empowering women we're empowering the next generation. We need to put this into play. So that was kind of like, get the wheels going. We need to be empowering the next generation of of women, girls, you know, um, teens. Right. So we started last year, the the following year, I actually had a couple students in our TLT program. Hey, can we check this out? Their parents are willing to buy them tickets. Can we send, you know, their 17 year old kids. And I had, you know, a friend of mine, Hey, you know, my daughter wants to shadow you for a school project. 
I'm like, you don't want to shadow me. <laughs> I'm like, why don't, why don't you come to Empower and just give me feedback on attending as a teen? So we did that. And then last year, we were able to put it into play, um, host 20 teens is what we thought. We had 26 apply. We brought them in for the day to kind of see what they thought. And they attended the full conference, loved it, great feedback. And now this year, there's a whole room that is just going to be special breakouts. They'll still do the keynotes. They could still do all the wellness, but we have uh, breakout sessions specific just for the teens. So, you know, different tracks. So that's going to be something that just the teens do can be managed by Leadership Lackawanna and Leadership Northeast. So again, it allows us to bring more partners into this whole program to the whole Empower Conference, which is pretty awesome too. Oh, that's awesome. And I, and I will tell you last year, I thought the same thing attending for the first time. I thought, oh my gosh, if my daughter who's 13 could see all these women like just lifting each other up, right? Like the teenagers are so rough, but just, <laughs> just right, right? We can, it really is. <laughs> podcast, right? But it's the fact of if she could just see that in the end, it'll be okay. And what it, what community looks like when you do support other women. So I yep. love that. And I didn't realize, I for some reason, I thought it was college students that could apply. Was Is that another track that, that perhaps? Well, not- not yet. We're working. We're working on that because now we have um, our one. It's interesting. Our speaker this year, Patrice Banks, who's our lunch keynote speaker. Um, she's actually she's pretty remarkable. She's an automotive technician um, who was an engineer for DuPont. You know, which is really in at thirty two. She did a whole career pivot because she couldn't find a female mechanic and she felt like she was always getting ripped off and she was sick of being an auto airhead. And she went back to school, you know, and all these 19 year old little grease monkey boys to become an auto tech. She's so cool. And she started, you know, this whole mission for women in the automotive industry and she's, it's a movement and she's really doing cool things with it. So we do in Johnson College actually recommended her as a speaker. So of course I'm like calling them like, Hey, we got her. And, um, we had a sponsorship opportunity open up. Um, so they're going to do it. So they're going to have, we are going to have some college students, um, you know, who are going to be looking at it. But if a student wants to step forward and participate because the, the high schools, the leadership teams are reaching out to the school districts to sponsor, they will be hosting their, like paying for their kids to attend, which is a different price point and everything like that. And they have a different, like they have to be leave by at 345, like you know, the conference goes to 530. So the kids have to be out once the alcohol starts and stuff like that. But it's real important that the teens, and again, it's teens, it's not girls or anything like that. We are totally inclusive on how they identify and everything like that. We do not judge all are welcome, all abilities, all everything is welcome at this conference. So it's, yeah, the whole thing, but they could. So 16, we do keep it 16 to 18 year old high school students, um, just because, you know, there's a little bit of parameters. They have to get transportation. The parents cannot stay. Last year, we had a dad hanging around. I'm like, what's this guy doing? Like, he's killing me. Like, I told him, I'm like, go sit in a room. Like, <laughs> something like that but they could do the whole marketplace but to be honest jenna it really is amazing you know having daughters and seeing them you know my daughter has lived and breathed you know the chamber world the chamber life seeing her mom you know do women's leadership and everything like that i don't think she ever had a choice not to be a strong independent young woman and she's 17 now which is pretty awesome yeah she's 17 so maybe she was 13 or 14 when she attended that but um the years go by so quick but it's it's really 
awesome to see, to know what we have coming up for them this year. Um, That's so cool. I did not know about that. I actually searched because I thought I saw last year that there was something for college age students. So I had been saying that to different college students, like, oh, I think there's an opportunity for you to get a scholarship or apply for something and kind of almost like an intern type thing. And then I went and I Googled it and I saw the teen program and I thought, wow, this is great because we had we were talking, Tara and I were having a conversation like, you know, what if there was a conference for like, almost like Empower for like teenage kids, like junior, right? Like, yeah, like, like junior, junior ones. Um, so that's, so I love that idea. And I think so, that yeah. will grow into its own conference. I think Again, yeah, it's, it's own identity, right? <laughs> I got, a, I got rooms. I got, I got 25,000 more square feet I can move into. Um, yeah, we have there, there's the whole plan, but it really is if we're doing this, it has to be done right. So I'm not, worried about getting, you know, 300 high school students there, you know, we're, we're going to work with 50 right now just to see the manageability of it and stuff like that, because it's the right thing. I mean, these, what they're going to get out of it, they like this year, I just knowing the speakers, knowing the lineup, knowing what we're doing. It's, it's really, really remarkable. And I'm excited for, you know, my daughter who I don't even know if she knows she's going to be attending, but I'm going to make her go. Um, But like, it's, it's the stuff she does need to hear, like from, you need to hear from somebody else, you know, for other than mom. And these are going to, you know, this is what's coming down the pike and somebody like a Lauren Hazuri, who's the breakfast keynote. Mm-hmm. Um, like Lauren's amazing. I don't know if you guys oh, know Lauren. Oh my gosh, yes. I, I follow her for years. She's, she's awesome. She's so cool. And she spoke year one. Adam Power, which is, yeah, which is really crazy. So Lauren spoke year one. Lauren used to do, I used to do a workforce conference years ago uh, for women reentering the workforce. I feel like I've I've been in all the scopes of all the conferences, but she did. That's when she was doing Dove presentations for self-esteem and stuff like that. And Lauren's a psychologist. So putting all that together. Now she's, she does presentations for always products and stuff like, like she's sponsored by them. So to have Lauren coming and speaking to her keynote is going to be to the entire conference and women and moms and grandmas and, you know, potential moms, like, but anyone who's dealing with kids down the pike, it's, you know, it's one of those things. Lauren's just really, she's an amazing, amazing person. And then she's actually going to be doing a separate breakout presentation for the teens. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So she's doing warning and then she's going to do a two o'clock presentation for the teens, which if there is anyone and you know, Lauren's story and she's one of those people for how beautiful she is on the outside, she's 10 times more beautiful on the inside and how she can pick people up and, and lift a young person up with her own stories and motivation. She's remarkable. So I'm really excited to have her there this year. Oh, good. So they, so you did mention about the discounted rate for the students, right? To come. So now, um, so Tara is a teacher at, she teaches at Keystone. Okay. So I kept telling her, I'm like, there has to be a way that Keystone, I know Keystone's part of the chamber, but there's a way to get there, right? So, yeah. So people that are attending, what would you suggest to them to be able to go, you know, missing a work day or, or how they could get even, we have, yeah, we have a lot of the businesses do support the conference. So Tara, I would definitely suggest, you know, if, if Keystone, you know, wants to attend, I would definitely recommend talking to your president or, you know, whoever your marketing department is up there, you know, hey, do we have anyone attending this? Because everybody has people attending this. Right. That's what I'm um, sure, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. They're all definitely there. So right now the rate is $349 to attend a full day conference, which does include breakfast, lunch, and top shelf open bar mm -hmm. at 345. Um, we do have that great, great networking time there. Um, and then that is full access to all of the sessions, all 46 speakers, which is super cool, as well as the full marketplace, which we're going to have 38 vendors this year, which are mostly small businesses, which we do empower our female owned businesses because a lot of sponsors donate their space back. Technically that is for sponsors, but the sponsors will say, Hey, you know, at the PNC banks of the world, give us their table back. And then we're able to gift it to a small business to be able to be there and um, showcase their products and services and sell. So it's a selling event too. So some of them do very, they do very, very well at this. So I would definitely reach out, you know, cause a lot of places they're buying tables like record pace this year. Like we were looking at the numbers before um, and I'm like, wow, like they're, it's just selling like crazy. Like there's like over 500 tickets already sold. And it's like, what the first, what are we on February 7th? And that's the big orders haven't come in because there's some companies that do buy like 60 and 70 tickets because some of the people bring people from the other parts of the country into this conference for their staff. So it's really, yeah, it's really cool. So it's not really though, just for people working in those businesses, right? So if someone wanted to, was an entrepreneur or they were just kind of somebody that's just doing something else, like it really is yeah. a, a conference for anyone to come to, right? Anyone. This is finding, this is definitely finding your purpose period. I mean, reading the, and we did not release the agenda yet, which once we do put that out there, we, we have most, I think your stuff is submitted, but most people's, you know, their information submitted because when you submit to be a speaker, we need your title and your synopsis. It was so hard to read through some of these and like you want everybody because people put a lot of thought into what they're going to do. And I mean, it's really remarkable. I, I'm like, I'm like Spider-Man that day. I'm all over everywhere. And I'm like, I try to watch these after the event every year. And last year I was like deathly ill. I missed the entire, I was there body, not mind and spirit. I was somewhere else in a very bad sickness land, but I watching them afterwards, I'm like, wow, it's so cool to see and hear other women, you know, lifting each other up to the point I have people come up to me and be like, I was so motivated. I want to, I want to apply to be a speaker next year. Every year I have people do that every year they get motivated or they're given the courage to step up and be on that platform and throw their hat in the ring. And I have had people like, I never thought I would do this, or I never thought I would be, you know, some people make a pivot in their career. Some people, it gives them the courage to make the pivot in their life. Remarkable things really do happen when women come together. And this conference over the years, I has demonstrated it year after year, every single time, because people will share it in the surveys. They're very honest on how women do, do come together and motivate each other. So you just mentioned a little bit that you were sick last year and you rewatched them. Is there a way for somebody that can't maybe make it that day to watch any of the speakers and go back and they're posted post event. Um, we usually get them up about a week or two after the event. They do have to be <laughs> sometimes altered for content um, because every session we do that, like this is really done very, very professionally. And, and Jenny were there last year. I don't pretend to be an AV person. 
We have experts who do that. We have experts in the room who manage the sessions. Um, all of our chambers come together. Our, uh, the other chambers in the area help working with that. So yeah, they are up after the event. So if somebody, you know, I have one speaker who has to do the 10 a.m. because she has to catch a flight at three. Um, she's like, my God, she goes, I'm going to miss everything. I'm like, don't worry. It'll be up online afterwards. You could definitely check it out after the event. And I did. I, I went on after because, and I was the speaker, I was the, the attendee that was like, oh, if she could do this and get up and speak, maybe I could do this, right? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want to I wanna speak. And I never thought I would be in that position that I would want to get up in front of people and inspire them. But anyway, so I, I was so inspired after that conference and I wasn't able to make some of the, you know, because some of the breakouts are at the same, same time. Yeah. So I did go back and watch some of them multiple times on YouTube and um, share them as well, because there were so many inspiring stories and so many different, it wasn't just business people. It was, you know, it was people just like me. A lot of people I could relate to yep. struggles that they had and just sharing their, their story. And, so I did go back multiple times and listen to it. So, and we will definitely share those as well after. Oh yeah. People it's, it's everyone is there. It is every, there is, you know, there's the mother, the the wife, the, the sister, the daughter, everybody is there because, you know, we might go to an office. We might go to, you know, work every day or our business every day or something like that. Everything we do, it's all interconnected in some way about just because we're women. And, you know, there's the struggle, you know, you, can't focus at work because XYZ is going on or teens, you know, your teen daughter's doing this or you're trying to, you know, thinking about going, this one going to college or whatever. It affects everything. And sometimes, you know, you walk into a conference like something like this and you're taught how to compartmentalize or, you know, do this or do that. And yeah, it, it's really crazy, but there's so much you can take away from there. Or it's just the fact that you just need it to be refreshed and to be around other, other yes, women. Right. That are sharing their story. So it was just, it's just a kind of that uplifting. Yeah. You need that, you need that positivity. And, you know, we do try to bring a lot of, it, it's just a real positive day. I mean, I always for, I'm there for three days, you know, two days setting up before and I'm dead exhausted on my feet and usually have a few drinks the night before or something like that. And I will be driving home wanting to take on the world. And I usually don't hit the brick wall until I walk in my house and my husband starts talking. I'm like, oh God, stop talking. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> but you want to take on the world. I want to, we do it on a Thursday. So Friday's a little bit easier, but it's so crazy because I'm so invigorated. And I mean, I should be like, crumbling, you know, with exhaustion, but I really do get so motivated by the other women there to, you know, oh my God, I can't wait to do this. And I can't wait to do that. And this year, like I said, I'm really excited to learn some of these new, I mean, these, these wellness stuff we have going on and to see what the teens, you know, how the schools embrace that. And just to see how it all plays together and comes out because there's, there's a lot of new movement, a lot of new players in it and these speakers. I mean, we're just, I, I'm literally in awe when I, I look at them and Jenny, you're included in that. It's like, I, I love that you were, you know, you were motivated last year to, you know, to throw your hat in the ring because it's, it's one of those things you, you want to hear that. And that's what we're supposed to be doing as women. Well, you leave feeling with one word empowered, right? Right. That's right? <laughs> <describe> it. <Yes. laughs> that we're doing our job. If that's how you walk away and, 
you know, it's kind of crazy because so many people still put that. I left that question in the survey and so many people still put that there. And I kind of chuckle. I'm like, it worked. It, it, it is not meant to influence you to put that word there. It was because that word was put there so much. And when you kind of do a, a word cloud and it's like, okay, we got one big word in power and then all these other words around it, there's your, there's your star. Well, thank you so much for creating this conference mm -hmm. and putting so much time into it and really leaving a seat at the table for all of us to join you in, in this empowerment, in this power movement. Uh, and um, also leading the way by example, you're such a big supporter of small businesses and it definitely shows in the work that you're doing at the chamber. For those that want more information about the event, I know that you've been posting as well a lot on YouTube for up and coming events with that are happening at the Scranton Chamber, but where can people find more information and get their tickets? Everything is at ScrantonChamber.com. Um, so the Empower event is there. All of the speakers are now up. Every speaker is listed. Um, you click on any one, it takes you to the full bios of all the speakers. The agenda, we're probably not going to put that out until probably the end of this month, maybe beginning of March. Um, get that up there, which we, we do have it pretty much set. Um, but ScrantonChamber.com, everything is there. Uh, ticket sales, uh, like I said, they're going fast. So I wouldn't wait on they those. sell out? Is there a limit to... There is a number I have in mind. Um, you know, I, I like I like the 800 number, to be honest with you, because it does leave. I'm so used to the small, you know, unfortunately, 500 in a room in Scranton is the max you can really get around here. So that's tight. And it's like there's nothing, you know, so I like having a little bit of space. Yes, I could go probably up to 1,000 or 1,200, but I like creating a mega stage and having like this huge setup that we do and I actually already had a meeting about my stage set this year and I, I like it done right we want people to walk into that room and have this huge wow factor and have the energy the music going and uh, we want that keynote to knock the socks off but everybody to walk through the room very comfortably and not having to be squeezing through things so 800 is a good number for me I will you know take it up to a thousand if need be which means I probably won't have a seat in the room then but oh well you know you'll see me sitting in the corner you know somewhere like that but there's always we'll, we'll make room for people awesome well thank you again for your time and we will see you in April thank all you. right sounds good ladies thank you so much Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Soul Sisters Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Soul Sisters Podcast and on Instagram at Soul Sis Pod. And tune in next week as we continue to share some of the stories and the journey of the speakers from the Empower event. Interested in being on our show? Email us at soulsisterspodcast at gmail.com.